connection. Erev Tov, we are doing the Haftarah of Parashat Shemot for the Sparadim. There are two Haftarot. There's a Haftarah for the Ashkenazim, which is from Yeshaya, and there's a Haftarah for the Sefaradim, which is from Yirmiya. Yirmiya, as we've said before, is a prophet. Uh, at the end of Bait Rishon period, his prophecy was, he prophesied about the destruction of Bait Rishon. Um, it was a difficult task because Am Yisrael didn't, never likes to hear that they're wrong and that the Beit HaMikdash was going to be destroyed. Yirmiyah suffered a lot of, um, he had a lot of uh, opposition during his time of prophecy and, and a lot of false prophets were prophesying that things would be good and that the Beit HaMikdash would never be destroyed and he had to be the bearer of bad news which is not something anybody ever wants to be. So that is the story of Yirmiyah. The, the Haftarah is from the first chapter of Yirmiyah so we introduce Yirmiyah to the stage in this chapter and we give his whereabouts, which kings he prophesied under and of course we're going to see how it relates to our parasha, that's going to be very clear Perek Aleph Pasuk Aleph The words of Yirmiyah, son of Chilkiyahu from the Kohanim that were in Anatot Anatot was a city of Kohanim in the land of Binyamin it may have been a city that, of Kohanim that were not accepted in the Beit HaMikdash so it could have been a, like a, a group of Kohanim that were not um, that were not fully accepted or something. There there's some background there as to what this city of Kohanim was. But he was a, he was from a city of Kohanim in, 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 in that was in Anatot, in the land of Binyamin, which is close to the Beit Hamikdash. The Beit Hamikdash sits in the portion of Binyamin. That the word of God came to him in the years of, or the days of Yoshia, the son of Ammon, king of Yehuda, 13th year of his reign. So Yoshia was a king who came after the evil king Menashe. And what Yoshia tried to do in his period was clean up all of Am Israel from the 50 year reign of Menashe, that he, uh, Menashe was a terrible king who completely got Am Yisrael to forget about Borei Olam altogether. Yoshia tried to bring them back to God, so Yoshia was a good king. So Yirmiyahu experiences the reign of Yoshia, but obviously he also continues prophesying even past after Yoshia's death. And he was in the days of Yehoiakim, the son of Yoshia, the king of Yehuda, until... 11 years to Tzidkiyahu ben Yoshiyahu Melech Yehuda Ad Gelot Yerushalayim Bechodesh HaChamishi And he prophesied until the uh, Galut of Israel in the 5th month So Yirmiyahu goes all the way from Yoshiyahu until Tzidkiyahu Who is the last king of Yehuda And obviously he experienced the destruction of the temple in the 5th month Or sorry, the Galut from Yehuda in the 5th month uh, What is the 5th month? What month would that be? No, you started from Elul. No, I'm starting from Av. Oh, you're starting from Av, Elul. Why are you starting from Av? No, it's it's the fifth month of the year, probably. The destruction was in Tisha No, 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 but this is not this is not that. This is not the destruction of. This is not referring to Tisha B'Av. The reference point seems to be the first month of the year. Uh, uh. Okay, it doesn't matter. In the fifth month, whatever month that is. 
So it's so the galut was an av. Okay, so uh. then it's an av. That makes more sense. Okay, so it seems like this is referring to av. Okay, pasuk four. God spoke to him saying, "Before I formed you in the stomach, I knew you, and before you left your womb, I I separate I separated you to be holy. and I made you a prophet for the goyim." And I said, uh, Behold, God, Adonai, Elohim, God, Master. I don't know, I don't know how to speak. Because I'm a young lad. And God said to me, Do not say I'm a young person. Because everything that I send you, you will go. And every place, everything that I command you, you will say. Meaning, Yirmiyah, when he's first told that he should be a Navi, he responds to Borei Olam saying, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm too young. I don't know how to speak. And what does Borei Olam tell him? Don't worry about not being able to speak. Whatever I tell you to speak, you will say. And you will be a Navi for the, for the nation. So what is the relationship to our parasha? Because Moshe. Moshe was reluctant to accept his prophecy. Yirmiyah is reluctant to accept his prophecy. And that's what the relationship is there. Okay? Do not fear the people. Obviously because Yirmiyah has a lot to fear. If you bring the bear bad news, there's a lot to fear. Because I will be with you to save you, says Hashem. Then God sent His hand and He touched my mouth. And then God said, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. So obviously this is, this is some kind of nevuah that is experiencing. It doesn't make, for God to touch him on his mouth probably only happens in a prophecy. But once God does touch him on his mouth in the prophecy, his mouth opens up and he learns how to speak. Behold, this is the tenth pasuk. I have placed you today. I have tasked you today. On the nations and on the kingdoms. So there are six verbs here. The first four are all verbs of destruction. To root out and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow. But then also, also to prophesy about to rebuild and to replant. So uh, Yirmiyah, he, uh, his pro- he's going to have uh, four out of the six verbs are going to be verbs of destruction. And then he's going to have two verbs that are verbs of, uh, of, of rebuilding. And it, shows that it seems like while Yirmiyah is going to be prophesying the destruction of Am Yisrael, he also there won't be a complete destruction. There will be some rebirth that he will be able to prophesy about as well. And then the word of God came to me saying, What do you see, Yirmiyahu? And I said, I see a staff of almonds. And God said to me, You've seen good. You saw, you saw correctly. Because I'm rushing on, my, on the matter in order to do it. What does that mean? So the idea here is that the almond grows very quickly. So if Yirmiyahu in his prophecy sees a staff of almonds probably of almonds growing, then, then Borei Olam tells him, you are correct, what you are seeing, that nevuah that you are seeing is exactly what I wanted you to see. I wanted you to see a staff of almonds because almonds grow so quickly and whatever I command you or whatever prophecy I give you will come about very soon. And that seems to be the prophecy of the destruction of Am Yisrael, maybe. Okay? Uh, Pasuk 
13. Then God came to me again a second time and he said, I see a boiling pot. I see a boiling pot and its face is coming from the north. That's see the, the word of the Pasuk is Sir Nafuach. This is a word that's very, very, very debated in the commentaries what it even means. Some people some commentators say it means some kind of branch. Some kind of branch. But the traditional understanding is that it's a boiling pot coming from the north. And the idea behind the boiling pot coming from the north is that it's obviously a bad thing to have boiling water, scaldingly hot boiling water poured onto the person. And then if it's coming from the north, that's coming from Bavel, which if you want to travel to Bavel, you have to come from the north because that's where the road was. You couldn't, if you travel east directly, you go through the desert. So if you travel north, then you're able to travel east. So they say that... That, but the, the enemies always come in from the north of Israel. That's, that's what it's saying. So the boiling hot pot is coming from the north, meaning your enemies are going to be waiting at the gates to your north. And that's what Yirmiyahu sees in his prophecy. And God said to me, from the north will the bad open on all the inhabitants of the land of Israel. Because I am calling to all the families of the kingdoms of the north, says Hashem, when they will come, they will come and they will put each person his chair next to the gates of Yerushalayim. And all the, against all the walls, and all the cities of Yehuda, meaning the enemies are going to come and they're just going to sit outside your gates and outside your walls. And that's, that means if the enemies are able to sit outside the gates and outside the walls, what does that mean? That they're laying siege on you and that they're doing so very comfortably. Meaning you don't have much of a resistance. Okay? And I'm going to speak my law with them on for, for all the bad that they did, that they left me. And they brought Ketoret, uh, to other gods and they bow down to the work of their hands meaning, meaning I'm going to punish Am Israel for leaving God and for serving Abu Dazara and now Hashem turns to Yirmiyahu and he says gird your loins and go speak to Am Israel and tell them obviously everything that I command you do not fear them do not be afraid of them lest I Cause you to become scared from before them. Meaning, um, meaning, Borei Alam tells him, do not fear saying the prophecy to Am Israel, because if you fear and you hold back, then I'm going to give you real reason to hold back. I'm going to give you real reason to be afraid of them. Mm. Meaning, Borei Alam is forcing him to be a confident Navi. Again, we see the struggle of the Navi, how scary it is for a person to be Navi, because of it's not easy to bring bad news to people and, and to tell people that from the north bad will be coming and it will be coming very quickly and you have to fix your ways. That's not something that's easy to tell the Jewish people. Okay, Pasuk 18. And behold, I've put you today as a guarded city as a Irmiftzar, as a fortified city, Ulamud Barzel, and an iron, um, an iron support, Ulchomot Nechoshet, and the copper walls, Al Kola Aretz, on all the land, to the kings of Yehuda and to the to the um, to the 
what's the, another word for princes, for the kings of Judah and the princes, to the Kohanim and to the people of the land, the lay people. What is God telling him in this Pasuk? He's saying, I've made you a strong city, a fortified city. I've made you an impenetrable city, meaning you will be able to speak to the kings and tell Nebuah to the kings, to the princes, to the Kohanim, and to all the people of the land, you'll give your Nebuah. And you will be a fortified city, meaning you will be protected, so long as you bring that word. So it's it's a it's a it's an interesting pasuk because he's telling him, you're going to go and tell kings that their empire is going to fall, but which is pretty much the most dangerous thing a person could do. But in response, you're going to be like a guarded city, and nothing will be able to penetrate you. So as long as Yirmiya has emuna and he has faith in God, and he has confidence to go out and say God's word, God will protect them. That's what he's telling him in this pasuk. 19th pasuk, They will fight against you, but they will not succeed against you. Because I will be with you, says Hashem, to save you. Now, the, the Haftarah continues to the second chapter of Yirmiyahu, and the, it just tells, gives us the first three psukim of the second chapter, which are beautiful psukim, and that once again relate to our parasha. And that is, And God's word came to me saying, This is a famous pasuk, translates as, Go and call into the ears of Yerushalayim and say, So says Hashem, I remember the kindness of your youth, the love of your the, the love of your being a kala, meaning the love of our young marriage, when you came after me in the desert, in a land that was not that was not um, sown, in a land that they did not they did not plant on, meaning that the, the tone of the whole haftarah changes. It's it's actually a good thing because you don't want to end the haftarah on a sad note. The second chapter of Yirmiyah, which we're now studying, opens up with a good thing, as opposed to Yirmiyah, go tell Am Yisrael that they're going to be destroyed from the north. Instead, now Borei Olam is telling Yirmiyah that go tell Am Yisrael that I can accept them back because I remember all of the good that they did when they followed me in the desert in a land that was not sown. Meaning it, it wasn't, we take it for granted that it was easy for Am Yisrael to go into the desert and follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's not because there's no food in the desert and nothing being planted in the desert. So the fact that Am Yisrael followed me was a testament of their love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is a good thing. And Borei Olam doesn't forget that. Kodesh Yisrael Adonai. Israel is sanctified and separate for Hashem. Rashit Tivuato. Israel is the first of God's planting. Anybody who eats, tries to eat Am Yisrael will be punished and will be held accountable. Bad will come upon them, says Hashem. So the Haftarah, to summarize the whole Haftarah, we begin with, with Yirmiyahu uh, getting his prophecy. He is scared, just like Moshe Rabbeinu, he doesn't want to accept it. But Borei Olam touches his mouth and he says, no, go speak. And if you have the confidence and you speak then I'll make you like a protected city and you'll be able to defend yourself and nobody, and I'll be with you and I'll save you. What he's going to say to Am Israel is that there's going to be bad that comes from the north and that, and that things are going to happen quickly, which is the almond branch or the almond staff that he saw. That quickly things are going to be, bad things are going to be coming from the north, meaning the enemies will come to your gates and sit and lay siege. But if Am Israel does teshuvah, God will always accept them because God has this everlasting love for the Jewish people for the fact that because of the fact that the Jews followed Borei Olam in the desert in a land that was not planted. And that is the entire Haftarah for Shemot for the Swaradim Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen Amen.